Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. Rachel, <laughs> it's hot right now. It's so hot this right is, now. I feel like this is the first episode where we can truly just, like, that first episode of this year where we can just be like, weather <laughs> it's hot right now. i mean across the country we're not i feel like people can relate y'all y'all feel us um it is officially summer now I, yeah I, w- I mean your birthday marks the beginning of summer june 21st it's a whole season did you do anything did you do anything special for your birthday this year uh i did not well not yet we're gonna celebrate um this coming weekend with nice, nice, uh, nice. dinner and karaoke. Mm, classic. We, we, yeah. We love a karaoke night. So uh, I'm going to be doing that. But no, it's just a chill day inside. It's 102 degrees outside. So I don't even really feel like doing much of anything. Uh, I mm-hmm. just treated myself to some DoorDash. Mm. Ordered some sushi for lunch. Only Yum. for my DoorDasher to leave it outside on the sidewalk. What? My raw fish <laughs> in 102 what? degrees. No. Because they couldn't be bothered to come inside the building and deliver it to my door. Of all the days. It's called DoorDash, not Sidewalk I'm, Dash. Not I'm surprised. Dash. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't even like leave it at like the reception or anything like the lobby. yeah that, you, don't you have like a lobby done, person that's been done plenty of times yeah but no it was outside <laughs> on the street <laughs> and they didn't even try to contact me to tell me to come down or to ask where they should wait put it. Did, did you just get a picture of this yes sidewalk? i got an email that said your no contact order has been dropped off and it's a picture of my sad sushi on the sidewalk no. at least it was like kind of in the shade but i freaked out and I start, you know, I contacted DoorDash and I was like, you need to call the Dasher to back. Um, and they said they didn't respond. So I ran down there to get my <laughs> sushi before it became seared. Before it became seared sludge tuna. or before someone else <laughs> just swiped it at that point. Yeah. Also that. Jeez uh, Louise. The plights of delivery. <laughs> it's it's. It's hard in a city environment, yeah. you know? Oh, I've had and- stuff swiped from me. I've had someone, the, the dasher pressed, like, your order's been delivered, and they're supposed to attach the picture, and it, it was just a blurry picture, and my my food is nowhere to be found. Oh, so you think they took it home for themselves? I thought that they had a free dinner on me. <laughs> I, I, I don't doubt it. My parents recently asked me, they were like, did you see that article that said it was like 40 or 60% of food delivery drivers um, reach into the to the bag and might mm. steal a few French fries or something? Oh, my God. And I was like, well, why wouldn't you? Of course. <laughs> no. Um, I'm just kidding. I actually wouldn't do it. Probably. I mean, if I were really hungry. <laughs> I wasn't trying to take down DoorDash in this this uh podcast but i was irritated you have a little beef with doordash though i right i do i do beyond beyond just i mean you're in doordash jail is what you told me (laughs) 
they screwed up on a couple orders weeks back and refunded me, which was great. But now when something like this happens, when they leave food out on the street, they are unwilling to compensate me or refund me in any way because they say I've already used up my my maximum number of refunds. And so and apparently I, there's, there is like a maximum number, which is yeah, weird. Yeah, it's 10, according to their policy. Because then this you're... DoorDash specific. Because, I don't know about Uber Eats or... Or, I mean, um, but then, so then if they do Grubhub. keep messing up, you're just supposed to accept it, which is wild to me. Yeah. But. For 10, for 10 orders, 10 is the cap. So w- once I've had 10 orders with no refunds, whether I deserve them or not, I guess I'm out of DoorDash jail and they'll start refunding me for their screw ups again. <laughs> Speaking of sushi, <laughs> <laughs> we have another episode of Battle on the Beach to discuss. Okay, I get it. Sushi, fish, fish, ocean, ocean, beach, battle on the beach. Correct. Got it. Um, This week was living room week. Of course, I don't think we need to go into like every single detail. We did discuss last week, though, that uh, there was it looked like it was going to be a dramatic episode. And for the most part, it was. That was the bait and switch. Yeah, I, I don't think, I, I think that was kind of playing with the power of editing a little bit. Um, For sure. And like dramatic, dramatic music. However, there were definitely some moments that kind of had me squeezing my fists a little bit or, or just kind of like, ooh. Um, basically just between. I like, mean, they're always stressful. Yeah. They really did make it seem like they were down to the wire and like getting all their their stuff finished um what did you which team did you think was gonna take it this week after um we toured all three spaces i thought it was gonna be roosevelt and brandon yeah to even it up i mean i thought Corey. i thought it was Corey and page just I thought that they had, it just looks more polished and more professional, I think, than the other two. Like, it looked fantastic, Jack- although Sarah was real hung up on the placement of that master primary bedroom door. Which didn't uh, really which seem... made me wonder, what did the other, where did the other two teams put that door? Oh, to the primary? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's in the hallway. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely thought that Corey and Paige were going to take it. They had kind of like their architectural just feature that your eyes are immediately drawn to is the fireplace, the stone fireplace with beautiful built-ins around it. Um, It kind of echoed what had happened in their kitchen with the stone Mm. work Um, and their bathroom too. So that is like a theme that's tied throughout the space. Um, They also added that powder room, which was the world's smallest powder room. (laughs) That made me claustrophobic. (laughs) The sink was one of those little like teeny tiny European sinks. It's just like. Yeah. You turn it on. Definitely giving me airplane. Airplane bathroom vibes. (laughs) I appreciated their addition of um, the statement wall. (laughs) The two foot statement wall. Oh yeah, that little like, green statement. What? I don't know. I thought it was yeah 
it was i mean obviously they're doing it to add value um it will i <laughs> allison was like you don't really just get in get out or she said something like he's going yeah you only need room to do a couple of things in here yeah, you what she really said need, i think yeah <laughs> um yeah, and actually, but it was—I don't know—just looking at it, not even being there, I was like, "Ooh, that's that's a tight squeeze." I don't know, right, right, right. How much value that really adds? Um, okay, so you thought that Roosevelt and Brandon were going to win. I thought that Corey and Paige were going to win. Wally and Jacqueline's room was so boring, so boring, so boring. Like it was. <sighs> I mean, this this continues to be their biggest issue is that they just the the they have a neutral color palette, very plain, like no pizzazz furniture, just like right off the shelf cabinetry and very little design point of view. It's just kind of like I, I, if I were them, I would. I mean, I on, liked. I would lean on Ty more for to, yeah. for guidance. Of how to add color, how to add like any sort of like designy, like custom looking touches, because they just it just looks like they're picking out of a catalog at Home Depot at this point. Sorry, guys. No, I completely agree. I don't know what order this was filmed in, but they did win last week with the primary bedroom, and the only reason they won according to the judges is because of some of the bold decisions that Ty made. Mm -hmm. So if this happened after that, I'm not sure why you, it's like a slap in the face. It's like, okay, Ty just won you that, that room because he didn't play it safe. And now you're going back to playing it safe. And I I understand that, you know, some of it was a little bit beyond their control because they, one of the things that they did in the in the kitchen in the beginning was they painted over that raw wood mm-hmm. and if they hadn't done that in the ceiling they would have been able to continue yeah in the ceiling. ceiling they would have been able to continue the raw wood ceiling into the living area which I think would have just made it look so much better yeah but you could it was a huge mistake they had already made that decision so they had to go with it mm-hmm. um, I did like the built-in cabinets I mean the storage was was great yeah, it was but the scale. That, the scale was, was fine. Super boring, and the frankly, the things that stood out to me were the things that Ty added. Like he took actual photographs of a surf competition going on down the beach. I thought that was super cool. He put mm-hmm. that above the mantle. Yeah, um, and then he was, you know, the the cheerleader behind creating that coffee table using the element from there design challenge which we can briefly explain the design challenge it was another shopping challenge which i thought was really fun um Mm -hmm. the teams were given a thousand dollars and their challenge was to go to a nautical antique store and to incorporate a piece into their design um basically just embracing you know these are beach houses people want nautical decor and so wally and jacqueline bought um the teak grates, like Rachel was just saying, um, that were on the back Those of boats. Those are used at the, on the back of boats when you're climbing back up on them. Mm-hmm. Or just on my, the boat, I my, think. Like on the... My nautical I, knowledge of like, what these things are actually used for was, is low to well, very Brian, low. Well, 
the ju- the judge Brian said they are on the back of yachts, and I was like, okay, Brian, oh, <laughs> Mister <All> Yacht, right. <laughs> Brian knows a yacht. Okay, um, I yeah, I think on the back of large ships, and then also I think on the deck too, if there's like, you cool. know, covering like something below. Um, Roosevelt and Brandon bought uh, salvaged boat beams, which they made a mantle out mm-hmm. of. And then they also bought that trunk, right? Like a vintage trunk mm-hmm. that they made into a coffee table that proved to be a little bit of drama slash like Roosevelt <laughs> having like a temper tantrum, not temper tantrum, but just like <laughs> Roosevelt was stressed this episode. <laughs> I felt bad for yeah. him. He's like not into it anymore. Well, I wouldn't be either if I lost three rooms in a row. I know. And people are already getting their second win. I know. It's... The poor guy at the end, he turns around and he starts... He pulls a, a Josh from last <laughs> Running season into and the starts ocean. walking into the ocean. He goes, is this the way back to St. Louis? Yeah, I know. I would like, feel the same I mean, way. But at the same time, he was losing steam defeated. like mid-competition. Like during, like during, you know. Oh, uh, he was losing steam week week one. So <laughs> he didn't even remember he was in an HGTV design competition. Not sure this is the show for for good old Roosevelt. But, no, um, no. And then Corey and Paige bought um, day shapes. Question mark. Yeah, I didn't under. They explained what those do, and I didn't. I still didn't understand. It was very ship. Like ship, like jargon that I did not understand, but they, they were basically like, fishnets, like, but they're yeah. not used as fishnets. It's something about like lights in the side of the ship, or I don't. When it's daytime, I, I don't know. Um, you how... put them on the side, and that's how you know what side of the ship you're on. I'm like, don't you just know <laughs> by looking at what side of the ship you're? I don't. I was very confused. They made great light fixture covers. Like it was a big, that cool, was cool boho looking light fixture cover. So and then that's what they use that the for. The windows, the port windows, the port windows that they put in their bench seat, and then also the brass sconces. That was cool. The brass sconces oh, yeah, that surrounded the, the fireplace too. So like those Allison are. Allison loves the sconce. I mean those, yeah, like those are all classic Allison moves. Like I've seen her do that before. Um. I think she just understands how to take vintage items and like repurpose them. Probably the best mm-hmm. out of all three mentors. Um, I did think it was funny how Roosevelt bent the rules a little bit or he found a loophole because you're not supposed to look at your competition's houses at all you, during this process. But he said, nobody said you can't walk under mm-hmm. them. Because the houses are on. And all the houses are on right. still. So he, with his a keen eye, started touring underneath the competition's houses to see where they were putting the plumbing. And then that told him that both Corey and Paige and Wally and Jacqueline were putting in a half bath yep. or powder room. And they were like, oh, crap. Yeah. We do that. Well, both of the teams who did add powder rooms thought that that was going to be added to their like great room design like they thought that that was going to be taken into um account by the judges and they were gonna you know Wally and Jacqueline were kind of 
upset that that didn't count toward their design. Um, and I was like, I did think that was kind of crappy. (laughs) But at the end, I mean, nice work, but it doesn't, it didn't count for this room. I, I will be, Sarah said it will be taken into account at the end. Right. But it had no bearing on whether or not the living room on the living room winner. Right. Which I kind of agree with that. I think put put it in the whole house, but it's not part of the great room. Um, and they just, the team sh- chose to s- spend their time putting it in. Um, yeah, so Sarah and Brian go through. I think they, you know, I mean, we can, I can just say Corey and Paige won again this week. Um, team Allison. And they, were they didn't really thrilled. have... They were super thrilled. They didn't really have any big issues with their design. It was mainly just, like Sarah said, the the um, main bedroom door coming out into the great room, which might be kind of awkward if guests open it up. If you're so concerned, just put a giant sign on, sign on it to say, don't come in. Um, not a big issue. Yeah. Um, the other thing that they did that was interesting and it matched what they had done in the kitchen was they they took out the windows right to put in their big feature wall with a fire stone fireplace and the built-ins and as you recall they did that in the kitchen and Allison said I'm all about deleting windows if yeah if they're not needed because again this is another set of windows that just look directly into your neighbor's house so they yeah. figured why why bother with that let's use this wall to our advantage and then focus the windows in the space where the view is. I thought that was a good decision. Me too. Direct people's eyes to the windows that they should be looking at that point out to the ocean. Roosevelt and Brandon, I did like their design. I loved their fireplace, the concrete fireplace. It was so fun. And they were having fun with it too. Yeah. Like playing with the different colors because there's an electric fireplace. And they're like, ooh, red. No, that's the devil. Let's change it to blue. It's really cute. Yeah, I loved that. Um, their mantle. I do see that, that they, they have got. a more masculine aesthetic than the other teams. Well, okay, so now it's French modern masculine, <laughs> French modern industrial, <laughs> French modern industrial is what we have, which is good. Which is hey, that's great. Um, yeah, they had the the salvaged um, beam for the mantle, which is really cool. Uh, Tanya made a really cool piece of artwork with a shower curtain. Oh, yeah. Which might sound kind of chintzy, but it actually looked really good. I don't know. You know, maybe it looked a little bit cheaper in person, but I thought it was really clever. She took this shower curtain that had a bird on it and (laughs) Mr. and Ms. Uh, Paradise Design, um, tropical design folks, knew exactly what kind of bird it was. Um, I, do you recall what oh. kind of bird it was? Oh my gosh, not like it wasn't a heron. It was. I know that they they pointed. It wasn't like a puffin. The bird yeah, quickly. they knew exactly. They knew exactly what it was, though, and it looked it looked really cool. It was like a huge scale piece of artwork, and that room needed that. Um, that they yeah, had a huge and it brought in the wall. colors from the kitchen. The, the greens mm-hmm. and stuff from the kitchen. I thought it was cool. I mean, we pulled that out as one of our tips uh, in, in our recap. Again, we we recapped the show on this podcast, but we also 
do on realtor.com on news and insights. And that was the the big takeaway tip that for $75, mm-hmm. you can create your own large scale art. Yeah. Just, just get a, a, a backing and a shower curtain of your choice and put it up on the wall. Yeah. It was genius. It looked really good. She pulled it off. Um, I know the Roosevelt was kind of like, what? Why are we putting, like, why are we doing this? Why are we spending our time doing this? Come on. Like, we have stuff to paint. But, but Tanya, I mean, they got it done. So it was, it was, it, it, they pulled it off. Um, I thought it was clever. I also thought it was clever how they used the wine fridge. So they had, they had already bought a wine fridge during the kitchen week and they had Why? planned to use the wine fridge in their kitchen. It was, Oh, it was during, okay. It was, it was during kitchen. part of their design, but then they had the design challenge, the auction and they lost the wine fridge. Right. 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 So they I, decided to use it in the living room. I don't in a built in kind of console. I thought it looked really dumb. Sorry. guy. Like I did not like where it was in the middle of the room. It, it it did kind of block things off. It was in the middle of the room. It was in a console, which Sarah just completely was like, this looks like amateur hour wood shop. Yeah, well, I mean, I agree with you. It, it did kind of look weirdly placed, and it cut the room off. On the other hand, to play devil's advocate, in this era after COVID, where we've all kind of gotten tired of open spaces and we're trying to sort of set mental delineate boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of helped with that. It, it did. was straight. It was right between the, the kitchen and the, in the great room, the living it room. It did. Yeah, it's true. I get what they were trying to do. I feel like the last <laughs> week's preview promised more drama between Ty and his team. It did. Like and all we saw of that was like, I mean, it was passive aggressive. Ty was just like, and Wally, every time I say something, you just stare at me. Ha 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 ha. And then there's like awkward silence for a second. And then he's like, ha ha ha. Just yeah. kidding. Anyway. And then Wally's like, well, I'm thinking like, and then it was like, ha ha ha, buddy, like back slapping. So it's like, okay, that was supposed to be an explosive moment, but no one can really. It really wasn't. This is disappointed after- <laughs> me. We were we were promised I wanted a fight. We were promised TLC, but I can't forget that we're still H we're still on HGTV. Have you noticed the the soundtrack is different? Um the the background the music that they are choosing is much more um selling sunset ish. Uh that's just kinda how HGTV music is moving. It's kind of I, I've noticed that on other shows, specifically like Unsellable Houses with the twins. Like yeah. Leslie and Lindsay. Um, but yeah, it's more like, we can do it on the beach. Let's build. Like, yeah. <laughs> do it again. Um, That's their, their build it. Song. You got it. Build it with your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's some like R and B. I don't know. It's it's just 
yeah, I'm hammering, I'm hammering, I'm hammering all day. I'm hammering, I'm hammering, I'm hammering all day. <laughs> it's all very like literal, but all um They take hip. like they take like three or four words and then they put it to like a beat and a cool like synth hook and then it's like there's your song. Perfect. Uh, exactly. I don't remember it being quite like that last last season last <laughs> lead into I the third act <laughs> they are they're, they're making no some i mean around there yeah i think that that's the direction that like whoever's like the music director <laughs> for hgtv is like leading the team in that direction that's certainly the direction that other reality tv shows like you said selling sunset vanderpump rules um i mean like a lot of bravo shows they're all kind of go that way so yeah yeah, just uh, anyone who's um, who's listening. Let's nail this down today. Let's nail this down today. <laughs> like a lot of hyphy music. Yeah, <laughs> it's to hype you up. Um, but yeah, if you are listening and you watch, let us know if you keep an ear out for that next week and see if you notice any. <laughs> Any hype it makes uh, me renovation music? Um, it's just it's okay. So, I mean, to some degree, it's like incongruent because you'll hear that, and then it's just like Paige rolling up some carpet. <laughs> like, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand the vibe that I'm supposed to be feeling right now. Roosevelt like painting out a a door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> installing a sconce. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> We got the wood. Yeah, we got the stone. Yeah, we got the fire, 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 fire place. Oh, yeah. Definitely a lot of fire. Okay. Um, um, I mean, I, I really wish that they had brought more drama. We were promised drama. It was pretty lukewarm. Um, but it's I'm having fun seeing how all these houses come together. Poor Roosevelt and Brandon still have yet to get a win. Hopefully they can pull it off next week. Next week is... Kids' bedroom. Kids' bedroom week. So we'll see. Hey, I mean... You know how I feel about that. Well, was it... It was last year that Carrie and David decided to put sand in (laughs) the Brought sand to the beach. (laughs) They brought sand indoors. (laughs) To which I said... Carrie and David, we love you. WTF. <laughs> Come on, guys. So Never let's see forget. if anyone else has that brilliant idea. Um, hopefully not. Um, but yeah. I couldn't you... glean very much from the preview. It didn't look... I, I couldn't really tell what was going to happen. I know. Hopefully there'll be some surprises next week. Um, but yeah. Let us know what you guys think. If you uh, have a favorite... If we're being unfair to anyone, <laughs> call us out. If you'd like to see more, less, email us, podcast at realtor.com. Let us know. Take it to the beach. Make a house from scratch. <laughs> Doopa doopa do. I'm hammering, I'm hammering, I'm hammering all day. I'm hammering, I'm hammering, I'm hammering all day. <laughs> you could just lead us out with that. <laughs> Thank you.
Okay, it's time for winners and losers. This is the segment at the end of most episodes where we discuss celebrities and the real estate that they bought, sold, or rented. We choose one winner and one loser, typically. And this week, we do have a winner and a loser. Um, I'm going to go first with our loser so we can end on a high note. And our loser this week is Pink, recording artist Pink. Pink is our loser this week uh, for cutting the price of her Malibu beach house. She had initially listed the house for $14,995, just shy of $15 million, uh, in October 21, which was actually just months after she and her husband, Corey Hart, bought it from Barry Manilow. So they were just like, actually, no, we don't want this house. Uh, they paid $13.7 million for the house, and they've since lowered the price to $13.995. So hopefully they can find someone who wants it so they can recoup their money. Otherwise, they're going to have to take a loss on it. Again, we're calling this a qualified loser because uh, the sale hasn't, you know, they haven't officially lost on it, but um, they're definitely not making much of a profit on it so has pink had a new song out recently mm, I, I don't know i don't really listen to the radio <laughs> well pink the pink only exists on the radio um it's a cool house it's uh, you know it's it's oceanfront that's why the price tag is so high uh we'll link to our story about it so you can check out these photos the kitchen looks very new, um, beautiful, you know, white oak floors, chef's kitchen. Um, it's a 4,300 square foot home, five bedrooms, four and a half bathrooms, very light, bright, airy in Malibu. It's just, they're just trying to find the right buyer in this market. I think Jacqueline and Wally would like this house. It's pretty. Because it's white pretty plain and neutral it's pretty pretty plain yeah i mean there is something a whole to lot of design for that point of aesthetic in a it is house. very it is very malibu it's very clean yeah it is um so, i'm i don't know why i'm defending wally and and jacqueline because <laughs> actually out of all three just to go back for like a second out of all three battle on the beach designs i actually thought Wally and Jacqueline's look the most beachy. Beach house. Yeah, probably because house, of the yeah. photos that Ty had up of the surfers. <laughs> That's true. Like all the, true. all those cool. But also it's just photos. like it was very white and bright and it was fine. Like it was like mm. if I were renting it on Airbnb, I would be like, wow, this is gorgeous and refreshing. Exactly. But if I were buying it, it just didn't have much personality. Exactly. So yeah, I feel the same way. This um pink house this, is also very white and neutral. Yeah. This is an aside. Um we have a story, this is in our related articles on the site. We have a story about Pink's uh real estate portfolio and the title is La Vie and Rose, which I think is just a brilliant brilliant title okay <laughs> sorry I, I got that distracted. one too yeah I got distracted um okay yeah so 
Pink is our loser this week. Rachel, please tell us about our winner. Our winner this week is actress Emma Stone. She is our winner for selling her Malibu beach home in the blink of an eye. She listed it for $4.29 million in May, went under a contract a week later, selling for $4.42 million. She originally bought it back in 2018 for $3.25 million. So she made a little over a million dollars profit. Mm-hmm. Again, in Malibu. I mean, obviously, this place is a lot smaller. Um, but there, it just ha- it has more personality in my mind. Um, and in according to the eye of me, <laughs> um, <laughs> so Pink's is like on the beach, right on the water. Yeah, 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 on the beach. This one overlooks the ocean on kind of a cliff, which I kind of would prefer. You prefer? I prefer the right on the beach. You're like put the ocean in my face right now. <laughs> Yeah. Um, This is not a huge place. It's a one-story ranch house, uh, 1,800 square feet. And it's actually 3.2 acres worth of land, though. So you do get a nice surrounding um, in the backyard and the front yard, too. Uh, Really just clean boho interiors. I don't know if this is, like, her main residence in L.A., um, I can't imagine it would be probably not right I think I mean she just had a kid like a year ago so yeah maybe a little over a year ago learned I, I, I hadn't really been following her trajectory but I just recently learned that she married a, a writer from mm-hmm. SNL I didn't know that yep she had to bibbe and that they met on SNL. I know. Isn't that adorable? It's very cute. Adorbs. Um, yeah. But Emma Stone for making a nice profit is our winner of the week. And that is it for House Party. Thank you for pressing play. If you would like to check out any of the stories that we talked about today, we will link to them in your show notes. Just go to your podcast app. Click on details or more I, I forget what it is but just where all the text is you can find the links to the stories um, or if that's too much clicking around you can also go to realtor.com and uh, go realtor.com slash news which is our news and insights page or you can go to google type in realtor.com in the topic and it should pop up for you and if you're having any other difficulties finding stuff email us rachel where should they email us podcast at realtor.com again singular podcast at realtor.com you can let us know what you think of the show tell us what you like about battle on the beach tell us who you think's gonna win we just we'd love to hear your thoughts like chime in the conversation so uh email us there or you can find us on social media we're on instagram facebook and twitter and we are at house party pod on all three thank you again for hitting play and we'll catch you later bye stay cool out there